More importantly, in fact, how are your jackdaws? They're gone. They've they've left the roost. Um, I know, right? They, they've had a lovely time. Uh, they were, you know, I I treated them nicely, so I'm, I'm sleeping again now. It's fantastic. I mean, obviously the heat came in and went fuck you, but apart from that, uh, it's actually been relatively present. Oh on, Jesus! On. Yeah, the heat would have just cooked them, surely. I'm pretty sure that's how they stopped chirping. Um, <laughs> I mean, they were they gone before that, but I'm still pretty convinced. Mm. Um, so it's just, it's a shame, uh, but you know, these happen. These these things happen when you when you're a young bird in today's modern world. There's always some hot young thing trying to get you. You're saying there's always a bigger fish. There's always a bigger fish, mm-hmm. even if you're a bird. <laughs> Especially if you're a bird. Because previously on Banter Behind the Throne, um, Peel had jackdaws in his chimney, keeping him awake all night. Right. With loud sex noises. Just with loud jackdaw related noises, really. All of their noises sound like kind of birdie sex, I guess. And well, they keep- I mean, they actually yeah. open noises, huh? They, 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 they yeah. just say, shag me. They are pretty much, yeah. No, they, they, they're, not much, they're not much for chit-chat, really. But uh, it's, all pretty, it's pretty much just mating, right? That's all they're interested in. Yeah. Nothing about they don't that. really, they don't hang around, do they? They're a little bit like rats in that sense. They're very much like, I'm having a piece of that, and it's not really negotiable. Yeah, they're not. They're um, not much for small talk. There's, no, they, they don't. They don't bother with the whole dating aspect, which is quite not, refreshing. Not really. They no. swipe. They get their beak and swipe right or swipe. <laughs> I'm doing a movement with my head that you can't see. Not even reading the bio. Nah, <laughs> not even just. <laughs> <laughs> it's going very smoothly so far. Well done, guys. Um, I'm proud. <laughs> what are we doing tonight, David? We're tonight. doing cards beginning with. We're, We're not doing bet. Just doing cards beginning with. Ah, oh, that's what I planned. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do More first. content? What is this madness? Mm-hmm. You need to read the chat, man. You need to read the chat. Down tonight. I'm already prepped. I got my cards up, beginning with that. I got my tourney report up on that. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He gets some saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days His name is Tom He plays for fun And if you beat him then he'll put you in the face It's the UK's fantastic podcast This episode's the worst so it's probably the last With unopposed to claim banter It's banter behind the throne Hello and welcome back to Banter Behind the Throne. This is episode 102. I'm your host for today, Dave Bradford, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Tony Makos. Say hello, Tony. Hello, David. Hello, everyone. Hello. How is your mortality looking today, Tony? My mortality is as uh, as, as optimistic as ever. Uh, you're, he's See, what he's, what he's doing there, listeners, <laughs> is he's referring to an off-air conversation where... I bemoaned my uh, my advancing age and my general uh, misery about my own mortality. But uh, the last thing I wanted to do was bring this into the podcast and talk about it. But now we have, if you've got five or ten minutes, uh, I could pour my heart out to the listeners or potentially listener around about now. Uh, and you guys all right with that? This is the kind of hard-hitting emotional journalism which we are definitely not going to do on Mount of the Throne. 
So no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You better move on. We are also joined by my other regular co-host, Mr. Thomas Peel. Say hello, Peel. Hello. How are you? Hello. How are the jackdaws? Yeah, the jackdaws are gone and they've fleeted the nest. And I think it's important for everyone to know that they were no jackdaws were harmed in the making of this uh, of this podcast. Because I'm a little bit worried. People thought it was going to be some kind of weird hate crime um, <laughs> where I was going to go down a chimney with a stick and see what happens. They were not. But harmed. No, a stick. Not harmed during the making of this podcast or the previous podcast, but between them, they were very much harmed by the producers of this podcast. <laughs> I neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> but no, everything's all right. Yeah, I'm I'm on super fast webs, uh, which is always fun. So I'm able to do many. Yeah, there's full Spider-Man package. Uh, everything, everything is it's, it's legit. It really is. Speaking of Spider-Man. It's on sale this week in the store, and it's been a very hard couple of days for me to ignore it. The What's been on sale? Yeah, no, right. yeah, you know they did that lovely thing, um, and yeah, you it, it, it's no, no. James owns it, and I was playing it when he was at mine can, when I was staying with him. You can go and get mine from Dave's if you want. Oh, thank you. Hello, dear listeners. I'm going to take this opportunity to record a quick aside for you. Uh, as you may have realised, this episode was recorded quite a long time ago. We haven't actually released an episode since the 12th of July 2019. And this episode, uh, for those who are familiar with the regular PlayStation Network store sales, uh, you may have realised that it was recorded on the 31st of July 2019. I'm recording this now uh, in my room under lockdown due to COVID-19. Now, we are uh, we're all well, um, so no need to worry there. But we thought we should probably uh, release this episode, which we have been sat on for a, a multitude of reasons. Primarily, I think we can ascribe that to laziness. Um, but obviously, we have had other things going on uh, since then. Work and other pressures have meant that it's been put off um, and mostly forgotten about uh, until uh, today, when I thought, actually, you know what? I won't watch Band of Brothers tonight, I'll put that off, and I will finish editing this episode instead. Uh, the rest of the episode, therefore, is incredibly out of date already. Um, as you realise, it was recorded before the last UK Thrones War. Uh, if everything was going ahead, the next UK Thrones War would be in just over a week. So, not ideal timing. Um, but hopefully you'll enjoy it all the same, and... Hopefully we can get more episodes to you at some point in the future. Uh, For clarity on the last uh, point there, I believe Peel still has my copy of Spider-Man. If not, I hope Dave has it. Someone has it. It's certainly not here, and I'd quite like to play it. So, yeah, Uh, enjoy the rest of the episode, and if I have to jump in with any more asides, I will. If not, uh, we'll see you next time. And in the other corner, the fourth corner, we have our guest for today, uh, Mr. Costas Adamopoulos. That is how you say it, isn't it? It is, it is. Very good answer. Fantastic. Hello. Say hello, Costas. Hello, everyone. Hey. Costas, uh, when was the last time you were with us? It was quite a while ago, wasn't it? Well, not that long ago. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long ago. It was no, like, it was with it was Helen. Christmas. It was Christmas, right? Yeah. We did the whole Christmas thing and got Costas and the wife down to talk about... Uh, oh, yeah, but we're delirious. Yeah. I have no idea. Whichever houses that we couldn't get other people to talk about. Yes, Stark. Was it that? Stark? Was it then? Ah, uh, Christmas. Fantastic. It would have been Christmas. I think it was Christmas. Yeah, you guys were talking about Stark. Too much eggnog. Yep. 
At the time of recording, that would have marked seven months since Costas had been on the podcast, and now uh, well in excess of 15. Also, fuck, we forgot to do a Christmas special. So, for those, so Costas doesn't need a proper introduction. Those who've listened to the podcast before (laughs) know who Costas is. Uh, Those who are from the UK or Europe, uh, he's the one that sits across from you and goes, yeah, that's 15. And you go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those bastards. <laughs> he's one of the guys that gets to 15 before you do. So, oh, yeah. yeah. 15. It comes so quickly in, no. this day, in my advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Try hard. <laughs> I know, terrible. So terrible. we have two key interlocking parts of our, uh, our schedule today. The first of which we're going to recap the Battle of Blackwater Bay. Uh, and it's quite key, you know, it's an important thing close to my heart, because of course I'm the TO, uh, but Costas did rather well to uh, Blackwater this year, he didn't win it, not not the joust, but uh, he did well, do pretty well overall, so um, we've got him on to talk about that experience, and of course Peel joined us then as well, so he can talk about that and I can give you a bit of recap, but then we will talk about Thrones War UK, which is coming up soon, and Costas has the pleasure of being one of the regents, so we will uh, mm. talk about that. And then, of course, we will finish our episode up with cards beginning with B, which will be ever so exciting. Limit one card per person. What kind of cards beginning with B, Dave? Second edition cards beginning with B that are currently tournament legal. (laughs) What What I'm trying to kind of eke out of you there is the key word you're missing there is favorite. No, that's not. It's not. It's uh, that was never part of the title. It's just cards beginning with. If it was cards beginning with B, we just list them from start to finish. We've got eight banners. There's four of us here. Let's talk about them all. We'd be here for fucking days. It's not. It's about choosing, cherry picking, and 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 and, and relishing in your favourite card beginning with. Whatever, but that's that's the problem with the your original favorite format. cards. That's also part of the, you know, that's part of the fun. Why? Um, it's not exactly. I mean, favorite. I've got, you know, I've got a tough choice to make tonight. I must admit, I've got three different Bailon Greyjoys, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's going to be tough. Well, you know, you've got uh, you've got half an hour before you need to yeah, properly nail down your decision. Let's just, <laughs> you know, it's going to change yeah. three times before that. <laughs> I must say you are sounding silky smooth through thank your, you. your fibrous internet tonight. Yeah. Thank, I appreciate the uh, the feedback. It's, it's delightful. Yeah. And we appreciate the lack of feedback. Still... So. <laughs> no, lack of feedback, <laughs> I'm particularly... <laughs> yes. I'm particularly right. Witticisms. Uh, where? I didn't hear any. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, okay. back on. Have we got anything before we want to go on and talk about Blackwater Bay? I don't know. The most important thing was that um, I wanted to get a resolution to Peel's uh, chimney-based jackdaw action, mm-hmm. and now we know that that's all been sorted, <laughs> and that presumably they've been baked out of the chimney by the uh, steaming heat anyway. Um, then, you know, I'm happy. Fantastic. Then we will wrap up our preamble and move straight on to the juicy meat of the matter. Uh, Blackwater mm-hmm. was uh, 17 days ago, according to Justin Pavilion. I have a feeling that oh, doesn't mm-hmm. actually... Uh, I think we finalised it on the Sunday, so I think it was actually 18 days ago. And by the time you get this, uh, who knows? That's Tony's problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> we, it's great having having Tony now. <laughs> Craven uh, yeah. would have uh, punched me by this point. Reached through the screen <laughs> and played Craven's favour. Yeah, you're too far away. <laughs> uh, so, for Blackwater, we hosted it in the wonderful Magic Madhouse in East London. We had 51 players for the Joust, which is one more than last year. Uh, so we, we are growing slightly. <laughs> um, yeah, any improvements, improvement days? Exactly, yeah. Uh, and of course, that was one extra player and one extra TO. Because last year I TO'd it on my own, this year Vince didn't play. So uh, really we're at 52. You know, morally. Uh, 53 yeah. if you count the buy, I guess. <laughs> 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 if we had an extra player and they were the buy. That hurts my brain trying to figure out. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. You can't have both or either or. Both. Oh my fucking poor head. Um, you had fifty-one players, right? You monsters and carry. <laughs> we had fifty-one joust-playing players on the Saturday. Before that, we had many curry-eating and beer-drinking players on the Friday, which was also lovely. Um, but for the joust, 51 players. We did six rounds of Swiss. Um, ben Royals had the honour of kinging the Swiss with a stark hollow hill uh, attrition deck. And mm. I believe it was Darren Hazelden who was second in Swiss with a stark hollow hill attrition deck. So that was a fun, exciting meta. Um, oh, that's miserable, guys. God. Surprisingly, actually, the uh, the faction representation is more, is odder than you expect. Uh, Thirteen. Mm. It was a bit of an odd one. I must admit. Yeah. Of the, mm. the most popular house. Um, mm. Thirteen odd due yeah. to the fact that you know I've never played them. And I, you know, I just like to say um, thank you. Yeah, we're a lot. of course we're burning uh, here, aren't we? The, I mean, I, well, I guess we'll get there, but. Uh, um, what kind of deck did you play, Peel? I played a deck involving orange cards. Orange cards, Orange cards, yeah. Um, it was weird. I looked down and they were very optimistic. And to be honest, um, I'm quite, you know, a pessimistic human being. So for me to look down and see such bright, vibrant colour distracted me of nothing else. Um, how many? Warm that how, how many bolts were in your deck? Uh, none. Oh. I know. Just, uh, yeah. hang, on, hang on, I'm just, I'm just pausing. Wow. Now, uh, are you asking things with the warship trait or pictures of boats? Well, yes. I mean, because oh. I mean, it's going to get a bit more technical if we go with pictures of boats to the point where I'm going to have to go through the deck list, scrolling down, looking yeah, at all of them. There's at least, at least ten boats. Yes. Well, yeah, the summer sea, the the, the locations, whatever. Greenblood traders have got a boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the summer the river gates. The river gate has three boats yep. on it at least. Yeah, so that's at least three boats. So, I mean, uh, the in the grand scheme of boats, I wasn't boatless. I know that much. I wasn't boatless. Okay. Okay. I was boatless in the sense of I had no war boats, but there were boats on in the scenery, and I think that's acceptable. I just wouldn't want you to play a deck and and be without your boats, Bill. I know how. I'll be know. honest, mate. I missed them uh, <laughs> after the first game. Um, <laughs> Like I, I yes, I, I you know, I it was interesting to try a new deck. Uh it was very interesting to try a new deck, but it would have been nicer to have my old deck um with some amendments. <laughs> Embracing change. Yeah, yeah, well 
It's all right. Next, I have to play Stark, I've decided. I'm going to try and give myself little challenges uh, just to see if there's a house that I've missed, and then apparently I'll turn up and win with it. It's worth a try. I've been doing Greyjoy for four years and not won anything, so... (laughs) Hey, you won a team event? I did. Mm. Wait, so so wait a minute. So you didn't win the Joust of Blackwater then? No, sorry, mate. Oh, okay. I was saving saving to now to find out who won. Uh. Well... I do apologise. I mean, if I had one, I probably would have let you know just out of sheer, well, what the hell's going on kind of thing. Yeah, I uh, think as civilization crumbled around me, I'd be like, yeah. uh, oh, this is all because people want Blackwater. <laughs> yeah, it is one of the signs. Um, this is the final yeah. the final event in the post-Leicester winning the Premiership timeline that, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Renair wins the sold our side. Yeah. <laughs> it all, all culminates in Peel winning Blackwater. Oh God! That was in the Mayan pyramid, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, one of the uh, you know in a long few years. Yeah, the world was supposed to end in 2012, uh, but instead we got into Thrones, and uh, and then it's a road to people winning a World of Starlight event. Well, that was the start of the world ending, so I feel like that's something. Mm. What agenda mm. did you play, Phil? I played the prince that was promised. Well, who was your Ooh. prince that was promised? Well, the, the prince that was promised. Uh, it was there, you know, the prince was the viper. Uh, I mean, there wasn't. I I could have changed it if I wanted. That was entirely up to me. Uh, yeah, I, I could have chosen someone else, I suppose, in theory. But I feel like the viper is a better option than most. So we went with vipes, and uh, it was almost a, a a lovely little vipery deck where you you've got to get the viper out really uh, and dupe him, or else it does get a little bit tricky. So this is the bastard viper, right? Yes. The intimidate bastard viper, who is yes, the best. Going to, yes, he is the best viper. I like him a lot. And uh, what was your deck called, Phil? I have your deck list in front of me. Can you answer that question? Let me find out. Bear with me. <laughs> hmm. My deck was called. You <laughs> <I> think? <laughs> it was. <laughs> Let me just. I'm stroking my chin. (laughs) You know, my. You know, the real question is, Dave. What was my deck called? And that's a good question. I like that question. (laughs) Um, Oh, good. I enjoy that question a lot because the question and the answer to the question was the prince that was peeled. Yeah. Hey, that's nice. Uh, what a huge build-up to a <laughs> relatively kind of moderate joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to go through and look for it, but I thought, you know what, we'll leave it. We'll see how long it takes him to find the deck list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazingly, yeah. not that long. Uh, yeah, thank well, you, Colin. I'd, I'd say that was worth it. Yeah, yeah. the Prince was peeled. I like it. Yeah. So, Good little name. Uh, it had uh, ten events, obviously. Uh, I say obviously. Um, <laughs> obviously. Obviously ten events, no more than that. Uh, more than that. Of course, it had the... Uh, Couple of uh, well, fourteen of the locations. Uh, let's, does Flea Bomb ha- Flea Bomb doesn't have any boats, does it? That'd be silly. That would be, <laughs> be absolutely, re- you know, mental. Uh, plot wise, I did enjoy. Plot wise, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As you it might expect. Educate- <laughs> I did. Yeah, there was seven. I enjoyed. Um, well, basically, I enjoyed the Prince Doran's. Wait, that's not the name of the card. What the fuck's going on there? You mean Prince Doran's behest? No. Well, the uh, Prince's plans? Doran's game. Doran's game? What? Doran's name? <laughs> In Doran's name, yeah. Oh, yeah, at Prince Doran's behest, yeah. 
the one that obviously uh, when revealed you get to choose a new plot card. I thought that was really fun and top quality entertainment when you're playing it. Oh, you, yeah, you must. Yeah, I guess if you've not had much of a, uh, I haven't. Chance to play with that, and that's an interesting one to kind of uh, yeah, funny about with. Yeah, I enjoyed that plot um, quite a lot. If I'm honest, if I could have six of them and then just one plot that actually did something, that'd be amazing. Mm, you um, wouldn't really want that. You would though. No, because if it's the last plot you reveal, then it does nothing, and you're stuck with it. Good but point. that's <laughs> that's a point for a you know that's a bit technical. Let's not get into it. <laughs> so you want what five? Just kept revealing new plots over and over and over and over no, again until eventually I got to the one plot I wanted. No, when reveals, uh, uh, so when reveals happen before your used plots go back into the pile, mm. if that's your seventh plot. So if you reveal, yeah, uh, that is a point. Est- I would be a little bit screwed. Mm. Glad we've got someone here that knows how to play the game. Uh, yeah, otherwise, I mean, we would have already gone. That's a brilliant idea. Happened. Let's just have the same plot over and over again. Um, but yeah, no, let's not do that. No. No. I could definitely have more than uh, more than one, though. I, I, and I can't, but still, I could have. <laughs> I mean, you know, five of those would be fine. Well, we'll just cross out the plot. So definitely. turn one, you go behest, 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 valour, and then turn two. <laughs> <laughs> Behest, 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 marched. Turn two, marched. Turn three, behest, behest. (laughs) (laughs) See if you can create a kind of a a record for having the lowest total sum on your seven plots of gold, initiative, and claim. Oh, that could be great. (laughs) So if you've got five behests (laughs) and a valor, right? Six plots, you've got two gold, no initiative, and no claim. <laughs> and you chuck in a march, then you're, what you're talking, across all of your plots, you've got six gold, eight initiative, mm, and one claim. Like ten yeah, march is like an eight initiative. Yeah, true, true. You need to go for, like, reinforcements. One, zero, one. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. One. So one, zero, one, two, zero, zero, and then five triple zeros. <laughs> I don't know what the price for this would be. That's really good as well, because reinforcements uh, helps you rebuild from, you know, ha- valoring yourself every two turns. <laughs> <laughs> every two turns. When you've only got two fucking goals. Yeah. <laughs> you just got some cards to reserve. Right? You will, yeah. So you just put some five-cost characters in the uh, disco pile and then box. <laughs> Bring them in and then immediately valor them. <laughs> Sam Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Ramsey would do. Yeah. Oh, God. Ah, this is a terrible idea. Or an amazing idea. <laughs> Or, yeah, potentially. Or that fucking two zero three plot with the uh, massive claim. Ooh. Um, the name of which I can't remember. That's that's oh, the shitty one. The shitty one that goes two zero three. Yeah. It's not focus <laughs> defense, is it? Because that's what it was in first edition. Um, it's not coordinated attack. Enough. Coordinated attack. Is that it? Some of, uh, yeah. Someone. Coordinated attack. Something to do with attacking. Isn't that the coordinated? Isn't that the extra? Oh, that's challenges. extra challenge. Oh, no, you're right. Attack. Yeah. Desperate. That is awesome. <laughs> a coordinated attack can't raise the acclaim of your opponent's plot. That would be insane. That would be a terribly coordinated attack. <laughs> general, mate. And a library card to go get Sun Tzu. I've got a real good idea. I'm going to attack, but it's going to do a really, really bad thing at the same time. Like, <laughs> not do it at all. Not too late to coordinate it. <laughs> uh, you haven't coordinated it already, have you? Yep. Ah, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> you need better, tell me, uh, tell me, better smoother. Tell me more about how you did at Blackwater. 
I didn't do that. Well, actually, no, I didn't do great at all, really. Let's be brutally honest. I won my first game, so of course, I was like, "Oh, this is delightful." Um, and of course, with Thrones, I find that what it does is it, it gives you hope and then strips all hope away. Mm-hmm. It, um, just much like, like um, and mm-hmm. much like a TV show, uh, except in different ways. <laughs> but, uh, oh, it's going to be amazing! Ah. Mm. Um, so basically, I won my first game. I got really cocky and excited. Then I lost my second game, and then I got a little bit down. Uh, and then I lost my third game, and then I was like, "It's all right. I can still do it." Um, so basically, initially, I came up against a Martel deck, a Martel Banner of the Lion. So I thought, brilliant. You know, I was against Sasha. I played Martel Banner of the Lion, uh, or he was playing Martel Banner of the Lion, and uh, basically, it, it went well. It went well. I mean, it was his first tournament, uh, as far as I'm aware. So hindsight shouldn't have been too optimistic from that point on. Because then I proceeded up to you and went, "Oh, I've got this nil." Yeah, (laughs) more than likely. Uh, I'm definitely floor on the second round. Definitely did. Uh, Martel, Knights of Hollow Hill, uh, a slow, horrible deck. I couldn't. If annoyingly, that was the exact situation. I was like, "Oh, really? Wish I was playing Greyjoy." Uh, when, I, when I sat down against the Knights of the Hollow Hill deck, because I thought, I can have this one by round two, I'll be out having a fag in two minutes, it'll be beautiful. <laughs> by the way, uh, this game shop, uh, Dave, please do mention it a little bit more. I can't remember the name, because it's a bit rubbish with them. It has a rooftop terrace. Oh, and I think uh, what, what we've all been missing in life is a rooftop terrace. I think everyone just needs a rooftop terrace, and then there'd be no wall. And yeah. a barbecue peel. Oh, it had everything. It was a made and a bar uh, with beer that was made down the road. I learned about new beer. I had an education. It was brilliant. Um, Time to speak. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of educations as well, uh, Stark, the Lord of the Crossing, a little bit of a pain in the ass to beat with Martel. Mm-hmm. Um, when they have everything has many icons and all the things do horrible things, it's not fun. But uh, oh well. So they were my first two losses. One against Stark. But you were still within a chance of the cut. I was. And subsequently, I played against Calvin, who was playing Baratheon. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, Baratheon, still not sure on uh, (laughs) the wars to come. Uh, They kneel lots of things, but when you've got no icons, it was basically a really slow kind of like, I'm going to kneel all your characters. Well, I'm going to take away all your icons. Fuck. Like, yes. <laughs> and it went on That's for a long time. time. The road. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then I think it was a win that almost came to time. It was a base of, we got to the last round, and he was like, you've won. Uh, and it was a nice little thing. Uh, and then, um, so I thought, oh, I'm cocky. You know, got back in it. Then I played it, played against another Baratheon deck, but this Baratheon deck had good cards in it. And, and, it, had, <laughs> and it had Greyjoy cards in it. You see, that's the thing. I don't like Baratheon, but Greyjoy, ooh, they're sneaky. Uh, oh, did you get hit by a Greyjoy deck? Oh, no, Banner Kraken. Oh, Baratheon Banner of the Kraken. And I tell you what, you thought you'd seen boats in the past, boys. You ain't seen no boats till you've got all the boats of both boats. <laughs> oh, nice. Danny Schaefer's cocaine yeah. machine. Yeah. So, yeah. It was fucking delightful. And then to finish it off, I played against Ed, and he was playing Nice Watch, the house with the red door, which does pretty much what you'd think a Nice Watch would do. What house, what red door house did he, was he using? One what fucking location was you saying? Watch which house had a red door. One of the Greyjoy ones. One of the Night's Watch ones. Not great. No, it's stupid. No, sorry. No, no. One, one of the, of course, uh, aforementioned. Let me just have a little look. See if I can actually was find it the, the white card. Was it like 
Brandon's gift of the white tree, white tree or white tree probably, right? It was the white, white tree. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that basically made Took it uh, away. to get anything. Yeah, yes, yeah. Every game I had to give him a money, which yeah. was fine because I was quite well off. But <laughs> it clearly wasn't <laughs> that far because. <laughs> Well, it was for a bit, but I couldn't take away icons because nothing had icons, and nothing had icons until they were attacking me, and it was just like, ah. And generally, he won initiative, and I just sat there for a game just going, I can't do anything. I'm just going to sit here and then wait for it to finish. But they, they, it, I think they want to gain power a bit quicker. I think I wouldn't mind Night's Watch if they gained power quickly or had a method to gain power quickly because then you wouldn't have to place it against them for so long. I enjoyed the uh, gregarious nature of your defeat there, where you were kind of like, oh, he was taking money off me all round, but it's cool, I had plenty to go round. You know, he could have some. Yeah, no, I'm not going to kick off about the loss of money. It was more the case of it was just no one had icons for me to steal. I can't steal icons if they're not there. Can't you win games? No, you said it, it was very much a one way. You gave him money and he never gave you any icons back. Nothing, nothing at all. It was all, give, uh, it was all given. And, and, and that's the problem. But no, that was it. That was the end of my day. Um, yeah. Still not a fan of Night's Watch. Who would have guessed? But are you a fan of Martell? I think yes. But I think I want a different type of Martell. I want to just take all your icons and shut you down completely just for shits and giggles. I think Martell's the kind of deck where you go along and go, this is going to annoy people. I'm going to play it. And, I, and that's what I want. That, that's, that's what I what like. So I was a fan of Martell. I've been trying to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can completely and utterly shut people out of games with Martel. They are very good at choking, uh, not even choking as much, but you know what I mean. I they just know you, can't this, you huh? know this. You've played against enough fucking Martel. I love them. And I think yeah. I want to play Martel um, Crossing. I think Martel Crossing would be weirdly effective. It can be very good. Had, had a stay at one point. Yeah. Had. Yeah. Yeah. Doran's no, game so on that plus two strength challenge. You can yeah. get that far. Oh, mate. Yeah, well, you should be able to get that far, because worst case, you just take away the icons. <laughs> but then if you're spending money in cards on all this icon control, you're not making crossing challenges with your you're small, making ineffective characters. Right. You don't need. You only need to get one challenge through a game, Dave. Well, three challenges through <laughs> a game. <laughs> no, you don't have to win those first two challenges. They're irrelevant. They're just fucking... You know, you just get them gone. And a lot of the times, you can get them through as a sneaky, unopposed. Um, if only you could play... Obviously... Oh, sorry, carry on. If only I could play Greyjoy Martel. Oh, that's what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically just ban it to Little Theon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. I just want Little Theon, that's all I want. Well, you, want you want Little you Theon just... for the military <laughs> challenge, you want Big Balon for the power challenge, and you want the Viper and Doran's game for the intrigue challenge. What a great yeah. deck. And then everyone's... We all have a lovely time, and we'll even put Ariane Martel in there to give everyone, uh, give all the snakes a little bit of fun as well. No, Miria, I think you mean, but yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my day. It didn't go too great. It started off optimistic, and then it all perished, but the rooftop terrace was delightful, so yeah. in all honesty, I just want to go back for the rooftop terrace. Well, Peel, if you're free tomorrow night, there's a game night kit at Magic Madhouse. Uh, it's a bit far. It probably is a bit far for a three-round Thursday night game night kit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. However, in the future, I would like to go back to that game shop again, because it was delightful. And the burgers are very... I mean, I say game shop. Um, It wasn't really... I didn't even see that much to buy. It was pretty cool. It was mostly just like a hangout. So, And when the 
on. I can watch the sex on the TV upstairs. Room upstairs. Sorry, what room upstairs? Ah, the one that's on the big screen. Oh, you can see it on yes, the garden. when the big screen in the garden's on, in like the beer garden for the pub downstairs, you can watch through the windows. That's where we watched the uh, England-Croatia match at the World Cup. That was, was excellent. Well, the match was horrible and depressing, but <laughs> the experience of watching it in Magic Madhouse was excellent. Yeah. Everyone, if you're in London and you fancy going to a lovely little game shop, Magic Madhouse. Yeah, if you're in London and you don't already know the Thrones community... <laughs> Go to Magic Madhouse. (laughs) Yeah. Just on the off chance. (laughs) You thought it was something about the TV show and you've gone, oh, fantastic. I love the TV show. I wonder what's going on with that prequel. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, so uh, excellent, excellent shot. Uh, Excellent burgers (laughs) on their barbecue. Um, Yes, I had two and I did not regret it. When you ordered two, I was like, I have made a terrible mistake. Why have I only ordered one? And didn't rectify Whoa. the mistake, like the idiot I am. Oh, you should have had two, Dave. They were the second one was I almost mean, as good as that. Went equally good, I think. I decided on the day. I think we both decided they were equally good. We also decided rooftop terraces are the only way I want to play Thrones in the world. Yes, that is true. <laughs> a lot of people were playing outside as well. Because yes, which it, to be fair, it was a lovely day in London. Yeah, it was. I think, I think playing by a canal in Holland. Is almost as good as a rooftop terrace. Almost. Oh. If it was a rooftop terrace in Holland, I and out, I'd I'd be in my fucking element. Yeah, but um, the, the the canal makes things like a bit more, you know. All right then. Well, what if you were playing on the roof of a boat in right. a canal in Holland? Yeah. Because then not only do you have both things combined, you're also on a boat. Ooh. I like that. Go. What it? <laughs> That's very, so what you're saying is the best way to play Thrones is on a rooftop terrace in the in Holland um, with a bar next to you. Well, I mean, it's hard, oh, right? A barbecue, at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, so or and here's the final adaption. Uh, <laughs> you're on a rooftop terrace in yeah. a Dutch state in America on a boat which is subsequently floating along and it's got the, uh, you know, the old paddle boats, the ones that have like multiple circles, very popular in the southern parts of America. Uh, I feel it was mainly where I saw them on photos of history. Uh, in, yes. Like on the Mississippi, yeah. Uh, on the Mississippi, but it's a Dutch part, of, you know, just a delightful, yeah. <laughs> I think we're all wondering why, why it has much now, but <laughs> no one wants to remove the Netherlands from the equation. <laughs> Adding to it, just add to the rooftop terrace. Yeah, just paint it orange or something. A bit like. We'll have a Dutch flag on the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. I think it's a no. Smoking a pancake. Yeah. Magic Madhouse is of course now shut, uh, but they have moved to different premises around the corner, which is nice in different ways. A better stocked bar, still uh, a little bit outside, next to a canal, in in fact, or a river rather, and uh, yeah, still very nice. So, (laughs) he says, dragging it back to uh, the main topic. Um, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, Other people, uh, after Peel, sadly had to leave us, carried on to play. But before we get to that, I want to give a special shout out to Alex O'Feeworth, who uh, was the only Lannister uh, who turned up and therefore was eligible to try and become top Lannister. Uh, 
but we would not give him his top Lannister prize until he won a game. So he didn't actually get it until after lunch. <laughs> when he went, when he went Sorry, one what? two. No, that, that that would seem it would if if he lost every single game that that day, then he 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 would not deserve a prize at all, apart from presumably whatever Santa prize that you had available. Yes. However, what a shame Lannister has fallen so far. Mm-hmm. I they were, you know heads and shoulders above the rest when it all started and then they've just been you know a shadow of their former glorious selves uh, a shadow you say yes let's drag this back to, to the subject matter when it we? comes to sand surprises actually our sand surprise was um, Matt Herdman who not only kindly donated Peel's deck but he also kindly donated a number of his old trophies. And so the Santa Prize was one of the regional Greensight trophies from last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Special okay. place in my heart, uh, Greensight. Just like I have a special yeah. place in my heart for people who are Ballot Thrones. Um, hmm. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I had I to find excuses to give out the other ones, such as Cella and Robot Royce plaques. Um yeah, so if you go on up to um, other people, we had overall 18 people on 4-2 or better. And then mm. Ben, our King of Swiss, sadly dropped. Uh, and so we had 17 people on X2 or better, which uh, which sense. made it slightly awkward for the James Wormsley system of excellence because we had to have one table do a winning in uh, for the top 16. Where uh, mm. DK beat Ian... And then we had a wonderful top 16. And at this point, I'll pass us over to Costas, who knows a lot more about the top tables than I do. So, Costas, how are you doing? What were you playing? Tell us all about your lovely day. <laughs> I did have a lovely Thank day. Christ. It has been... <laughs> I was playing a Martel Wars to Come deck. There was not really anything super spectacular. Uh, sort of an evolution of something I played in the store term season. Um, I did alright. Mm-hmm. Um, I went 5-1 in the Swiss. That's pretty alright. Uh, mm. Yeah. Lost to, last, lost to Darren Hazelden. Mm. Um, and then, then things got sort of fuzzy because that was <laughs> about the fifth pint, I think. Um, <laughs> Then, if I remember right, I played against Martel Banner of the Stag. That's what it says here. Um, with a lovely new Renly Tricks stuff deck. Ooh, cheeky. That was interesting. Yeah. And then I played Joe with Night's Watch uh, Banner of the Wolf. Correct. Uh, new Wolf <laughs> Shenanigans. Oh, really? New wall shenanigans? I mean, mm, new okay. wall steel stuff. Yeah, okay. And then I lost to Builders in the top four. Um, had a lovely time. <laughs> I, um, besides, obviously, the majestic burgers. And even more than the burgers, the deep-fried tortillas. Because mm. apparently if you deep-fry something, it tastes even better. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you live in Scotland, okay. I mean, that's, that's the law here. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, you know. Um, it's it's good to see that 
Damn south, they've seen the wisdom. <laughs> yeah, you've also learned from us. You need to start deep frying your cans of lager now. <laughs> so we, uh, all of our food is deep fried, and now we're getting onto the point where we're deep frying our booze and our so spirits. Do you do you empty the can of lager, or do you do you put it in whole? No, you just get, you get a lovely fine batter. You drop a can of tenants into the batter. <laughs> you put the entire, I mean, the entire thing into the oil, uh, and then you stand back. <laughs> Does qualify as lager? In Scotland, of course it does. Practically so water. you like eat the top <laughs> of the batter and then you can drink the rest open the tenants through the batter and then you eat the batter at the end. Okay. And then you just throw it away and you start again. Sure. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I, there's a chippy Fucking like two hell. doors down. I'll, I'll ask him tomorrow. I really hope that's real. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Like somewhere in Scotland, they're just deep frying tenants going, This is a fantastic idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more endeared by the idea that it, it, it's it's almost close to the truth. <laughs> enough, enough, that, enough that you Southerners are like, Do they? Do you think, do you think they yeah. tried it? They, they yeah. probably did. They're mad up there, right? They <laughs> have done. They deep fry like cream eggs and Mars bars and pizzas and stuff. So why would they the not is, try to can a lager? The thing is, all the rest are like gimmicks for tourists and stuff. Yeah, but they do eat deep fried pizza. Deep fried pizza is a staple of the. Uh, well, it's a staple of the chip shop, but it's very much a staple of the chip shop at the end of the night because nobody yeah, fucking but bought it. People, <laughs> people eat it. Yeah, That's they the do. thing. They do. Well, they don't actually eat like deep fried Mars bar unless you're here for like two weeks. Correct. Yeah, that's very much it. You're right. <sighs> it's very much a tourist thing. Um, but, I mean, you try once and then never again, but, but deep fried pizza is a thing. They used to sell them in Norwich. Oh, the bum still. Good. I'm still kind of envisioning, like, a bunch of like, <laughs> just dropping cans of lager into deep fat fries and jumping behind x-ray screens because that's <laughs> the only way to take you from the shower of fat. Might font. as well put, like, um, a keg in, right? <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. You put an entire four-pack in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you well, sorry, you take the plastic off first, obviously. Is that yeah, how they make beer yeah, and, you know, yeah, we're not animals, mate, Jesus. Is that how, is that how what? Beer <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. by putting a keg of ale? Yeah. They put, they, they put a six-pack of tenants into a... I can confirm, front. after working in a kitchen, that is exactly how you make a uh, beer batter. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a six-pack. Why is the... Yeah, yeah with a six-pack. Why is the chef mm-hmm. ordering so many pints of Abbott? Oh... He's making fish and chips again. Classic. Every fucking Wednesday. Don't try it all, indeed. (laughs) No, please don't ever drop a can of tenants into a deep fat fryer. Uh, If you are going to do it, please open the can of tenants first due to high pressure in the can uh, and fat firing up and hitting you in the face. So, where's the fun in that? Yeah. Yeah. Three o'clock, in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning at a Scottish chip shop. You know, it's not supposed. It's not a safe place to be anyway. So, well, no. Anyone in there should be at home. I can't wait to see you, Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Don't I don't even want to think about about those guys trying to figure out how this is now possible. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh God. Uh, John, DK, Carter, if you guys, are, if you guys are listening, don't, don't, don't do, don't do that. It is not a dare. <laughs> what am I talking about? You, they've probably tried it before. <laughs> anyway, all that aside, um, uh, Costas made top four, and and what and what he's just said that just piqued my interest. Interest being 
probably too probably a very broad kind of word to use. Uh, you said you said you got beaten by builders. Yeah. What's the fucking score? What what builders? 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 Builders are a thing again? What I mean, happened? What? Why are builders a thing again? Discuss. Builders have never stopped being a thing. Okay. Um, especially when the environment's like big dudes that can wear lovely stuff like Craven. Mm. Builders are actually in a good spot. Mm, okay. Um, there are decks that can beat them without adapting their playstyle a lot. Um, but obviously it's not... It's not an easy matchup for most people, mm. anyway. So that's absolutely fine. It's not like it went, you know, undefeated mm. and steamrolled everything. I'm intrigued to see what did beat it. Um, Stark every, every time, by the look of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, most of the time. But you know, it's a legit deck, and okay. it was actually quite interesting. Mm. Uh, Has it changed much? Uh, no, it's gotten a few better cards, but they're like slight sideways quality improvement rather okay. than like any radical difference. Uh, the only difference being that you can like choose your own agenda. Do you want to go Kings of Summer? Mm. Do you want to go anything really? I mean, classic build was, was Summer, right? So yeah, yeah, but you can do you can do Red Door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it doesn't really matter. Uh, so, so do you think? So, yeah, the what? Sorry, what, what was it? A war? Yeah, yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I, I know I, I saw the builders had one kind of zoned out, um, <laughs> because it was like, oh Jesus, really? Uh, that sounds like it, it was a really depressing day for everyone in general. Oh, well, no. It sounds, <laughs> no, 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 it, no it, this, this it, is why it, I'm saying this. It really yeah. wasn't. Like, it sounds like it was, a, it was really good, really competitive. Did, uh, was the bit, if the builder's deck wasn't overly, it was more a development of what it used to be, does it, does it Trixie Bird or any of that stuff? Uh, so there was a Trixie Bird, which probably was um, one of my misplays playing <laughs> oh. against it. Okay. Because I saw his hand through something, maybe like a Viper Eyes or something, uh-huh. or uh, the Ghost of Freyheart, I don't quite remember, uh-huh. and discarded something that was not Trixabird. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, it was good. I didn't see the things I would like to have seen the matchup, um, which was... Basically, Cletus to win initiative consistently. Ah, um, okay. So I can go second and have at least one turn of dropping people without them getting milked. Mm, yeah. um, Alright. Do you play many big dudes? Do you play like Doran in yours? I did play I did play a copy of Doran, who was wow. great. Every time I saw him, he was constantly really good. Nice. And definitely will make two games on his own. Icon removal PLC, there you go, that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need. Mm. And yeah, I, I had a, had a lovely day. Nice. Um, all my games were very interesting. Uh, most of them were against stuff I hadn't played against before. Mm. Um, all of them were, you know, quite tricky, and I, I can't really think of one game that I've like, right, I've got this in the bag from like quite early. Mm. Um, yeah, had a great day. See, because I wasn't there, even though I was supposed to be there, but that's another story. And the three of you guys are there, uh, three three of you guys were there. 
I can properly kind of pretend to ask questions and sound like I'm really interested in what went on. Um, so, so, so Stark Hollow Hill, you say? Cossizzle, you were beaten by a Stark Hollow Hill deck by one Darren Hazelden in round five. Tell me more about that match. <laughs> that, that's, that's good, right? Yeah, that's very good. Actually. I like that. Oh, oh he's starting from the end, everyone. I <laughs> lost and I swore revenge. Okay. More for that link. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, basically, it's a really aggressive deck that's got more rooms for more aggressive stuff because it doesn't have to burden itself with silly things like economy. <laughs> yeah, fucking um, God. Right. And because Stark has got generally decent card draw, even though most of those decks don't actually play Wyman, so the card mm. draw can be a bit really? cheeky. Okay. Did they play Gates? Yeah. And st- no, no, they won't play Gates because they won't play money. They play what? Ward. Ah, okay. For, for the restricted. Ah. Uh, I mean, at least Darren did, but in general... I think Ben did as well. That would make, yeah, that would make sense if you want to... Because they're, they're not traditional Stark, renowned, big hmm. dudes, um, cancel stuff. They're empty the board with lots of instances of stealth to get claimed through um, with empty boards at first so they can... It plays you know, more like Martel uh, than it does a regular stuff. Yes. Yes. Right, okay. yes. To, like, a great extent. Yeah. Which wow, is what okay. Emeralds is playing, I think. Because he played basically nothing but Martel Wolf while that was in vogue. Um, mm. it, is, it is very similar. Um, yeah. It was... It's a good deck. It's done quite well in the States as well, recently. Wow, okay. Uh, it's definitely one of the good start decks. It was not an accident. Right, okay. Right. And there's me thinking it was an accident. Hmm. Um, between the two, yeah. two Stark Hollow Hill decks, uh, Ben went undefeated, Darren lost two games, won the mirror, and then the other one to DK playing uh, Wolves. Stark yeah. shooting, probably, yeah. Stark, Stark Winter, High Claim, Empty the board, so basically stuck attrition yeah. Yeah. again. So <laughs> yeah. They basically just lost each other. Yeah, and that's it. Just a slightly different way yeah, to go about one it. that can yeah. come yeah. out of the swinging gets... harder because it's got a setup. Mm. And yeah. The wolves are quite nasty in that. Yeah. And that boy knows how to play wolves. We'll yeah. Give him that. Mm. Uh, also, while we're at it, um, I think. We sort of have to have a shout out for the Scots. Yes, yes, we do, Mr. Bamford. I, I just hadn't got there yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm putting myself into it. Huh? Um, yeah. But also, John Target was in the top four and he knocked out DK. And <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did really well. And Rachel did quite respectably, even though she's only been playing for, well, like six months. Mm. Or something. So we sent four Scots down, mm. and three of them went top, top eight. Which, eight. Mm-hmm. Three went top eight. Oh yeah, yeah I can't count. Mm. Yeah, they got three of them went top eight. That's uh, that's pretty he good. Had to work for it because he had to win the winning in as well, which isn't reflected in his. Uh, he did in his Jasmine yeah. Pavilion. Oh yes, yeah, so, so he played an extra game. Go and on, I did go play. I did play both of them in the Swiss as well. <laughs> I'm just thinking of it. Beat them both. Right? I mean, yeah, obviously. You know, I was, yeah. I was really yeah, well, for, you, for you all a bit. You know, we sent a key up to up to Scotland and won siege. So 
only seemed reasonable for someone from Scotland to come down and win Blackwater, but alas. Yeah, it would have been yeah. nice. That said, like my, you know, your Google document where we mm-hmm. signed up, my guess was that a Frenchman would win Blackwater this year. Mm. But we need it more French. The French, yeah, yeah mm. a bit low on the French this year, sadly. Yeah, send word to Vince that mm. he has to rally the banners. That's a good point. Mm. Because of our strange recording times this year, we didn't get to go through the uh, the glorious Blackwater spreadsheet. So while we carry on talking, I'm going to have a little look at that and uh, see if there's anything interesting in it. Um, the gold- Right, of course, those yeah. spreadsheets, I see. Yeah. Oh, I have such power. I think I probably... But yeah. <laughs> so the Swiss was great fun. We finished it all on Saturday. Um, I think Adam may have missed his train home. <laughs> yeah, so there was, as we were going on, Vince was very keen to get everything done in one day. And he was saying this to the rest of us, you know, weeks in advance. We've got to get it one done in one day. Let's get it done in one day. We don't want people to miss side events. We don't want, we want the final to have people watching if possible. We don't want it to just happen while other people are playing melee in the background. So, fair enough. Said we'll go as long as people want to keep going. Hundred percent agree. I'll, I'm yeah. happy to do as much as possible. I only split it into two days several years ago because people were moaning that they didn't have dinner, and I was like, "You can eat when you're dead." But it's yeah, that's what it is. What it is. Um, so I said we're going to do the top sixteen at the very minimal, including the winning. So minimum we're going to do eight rounds, and then we're going to keep going until everybody wants to stop. Well, until somebody wants to stop. Uh, the problem was in the top eight, there were two people that couldn't make it the next day, and that was Adam East and Sam Peterson. Mm. And uh, <laughs> so in the top eight, I was like, right, well, let's do it. And I, at some point between the top eight and the top four, I took the decision that we're just going to do it. We're going to do as we do it all today, basically. Um, it's only a couple more games, uh, but by because there was, well, I'm not going to blame you and Sam, Costas, but there's quite a lot of Martel and the builders in the top eight and stuff meant that a lot of games are going to time. And so everything slightly lost pace. And so it ended up with, mm-hmm. uh, I think Adam had about yeah 10 minutes to catch his train from when the game ended. Uh, and that was with the final being timed. So it did end a bit later than we would have liked, but again, like I, it's, I'd rather that happened. I would, I'm sure he didn't like it. Um, than ha- people having to come back the next day or people having to drop and let their uh, let people who shouldn't have got through get through yeah. uh, or create buys or anything like that. So I'm glad we got it all done in one day. Um, and yeah, I agree. Great especially, both of them. Yeah, especially with you know the two finalists not being able to show up the next day, yeah. there's really no yeah. other option. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we could have made the decision to stop earlier. Uh, but then we would have been thinking, all right, we've got either a top eight or a top four tomorrow, and people haven't really earned their slots and that kind of thing, and it would, yeah, mess up all the side events and stuff like that. It's not worth it. Uh, I think next year I'm going to be very firm in advance, saying if we have this many people, Ooh. it is going to be this, and the only way it will be two days is if we get, you know, so many that it has to be seven or eight rounds. Over 160. Uh, yeah. And I was like, this is plan, <laughs> subject to, you know, natural disasters we'll be doing it all in one day just so it's very clear up front um and people will be able to make a a decision on whether they think if, if they think they might need to come back the next day or not um so with that what did you finish then it was just past midnight 
which isn't too late. Yes. But yeah. uh, I think his tra- his train was around then, um, and getting back to the train station from Magic Madhouse isn't that easy. London, mm. relatively. It's not. I guess I could run for the next. <laughs> In the grand, yeah, I mean, it is quite easily accessible via car, for reference. Yeah, it's a surprisingly easy drive. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's the best industrial estate. What is that? It's the best industrial estate I've played of. <laughs> yes, very true, very true. Okay. Yeah. Um... It's drunk people outside my, part, uh, outside my door. Oh, was that what it was, right? Mm. So, yeah. But I thought if I mention it... I, I thought you jumped out a window or something. No, no, no. Avenge my dear! Yeah, it was jackdaws at your door. What a leave! So, yeah. Congratulations to um, Adam for making the final with uh, a lovely um, Baratheon... No, Greyjoy Stag, which, of course, was... Obviously, heavily inspired by the deck we built shortly prior to Siege of Winterfell, uh, and then just upgraded with the cards that we didn't have access to, uh, but expertly piloted. Yeah. Um, and uh, congratulations to Sam for winning. I appreciate that we normally get the champions of Blackwater on, or we have in the past, or though possibly only once or twice. <laughs> they didn't do it last year. Uh, I didn't want to bring builders on. It's as simple as that. Yeah, that's. 100% justified. Uh, uh, Who wants to care about body? Uh, oh, God, can you imagine? a little uh. bit of secret spice in Sam's deck that has not been in all the builders' decks I've seen in the past, and that is uh, mm-hmm. Mutiny at Crusters Keep, which is an obvious include, but you don't always see it for slots purposes. Mm. Uh, mildly, mildly interesting spice, yeah. I guess. I don't think it's an always include. Mm. Um, just because of the... Oh, there are the names are interchangeable. The focus dude that said his location is being so important, mm. and you don't actually have too many people of that slot or higher. True. Um, except Grizzly Miner. Mm. Um, yeah, but minor. yeah, it was a it was a very interesting event, and it was the first um, the first matchable day that I regretted not playing Venomous Blades. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Okay. Um, <laughs> but I was happy I wasn't playing them all day, so I'm happy with that. Mm. The uh, so in fun Blackwater responses, I'm going to go through a column at a time, but uh, <laughs> not right now because I can't read that quickly. So the first column is, of course, where have you travelled from? Yeah. And you'll be happy to know that three players have travelled from my mum's house. So. <laughs> so she's a uh... your mum's house. Yeah, you. What were they all doing at your mum's house? house. To, be, to be fair, she is a fantastic host. To me, um, they they may have been talking to Vince or one of the other organisers, but um, I mean, they wouldn't yeah. dare. Vince, I would have... Vince's mum is a saint. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Your mum would have at least fed you before you left and what job? <laughs> yeah, the less said about your mum, the better. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So the next day, <laughs> uh, we had a, <laughs> yes. oh, is, that the, is that the extent of our humorous spreadsheet? No, no, no. I said I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to let people talk, and then I'm, I'll come back to it when I get an opportunity. Once I've actually read the answers, there's a lot of text on this. Uh, I've see. only okay. read a single, uh, a single column. So, gotcha. 
the next day, we had a melee, and there were 12 players, which is the perfect number for a melee. Uh, well, it is divisible by four, pretty good. so yeah. that's convenient for a melee anyway. Two, two six-player yeah, tables, absolutely. right? Uh, I don't know. Um, Calvin organised it, so... Yeah. Uh, so I think they did three rounds <laughs> yeah. the last of which was seeded, which is a classic for this mm. style of tournament. Um, and congratulations to Joe Harrison, who won that. Um, there was a little bit of drama at the final table where somebody was evicted for um, for bringing in wine, even though there was a bar. So uh, we'll make this very clear next year. They do have a bar and they do serve food. Please do not bring in outside food and drink. <laughs> You will be DQ'd in the future. Oh dear. Um, but other than that, it was. It sounds like a relatively smooth running melee. Uh, and I'll take this opportunity to thank uh, my team, which of course was Vince, who was wonderful, and uh, Whammer, who was wonderful. But Joe Harrison, who did win the melee, was has joined the team this year. Uh, he was the one that organised basically everything to do with the art and the spot glosses, which, as you can see, is quite a considerable amount of the prize support. Um, and... He did an amazing job with that, so thank you so much for that, Joe. Uh, those spot glasses were a real ball like to get together, and he did an amazing job. <laughs> so yeah, what did what did Joe win the melee with? Fat cat. Star fat, fat cat. I can't tell you okay. any more than that. I'll that's that's, yeah. that's all I, I had. Tell. I can much can imagine much how more went. important things to do. I. <laughs> TOing the first edition Highlander draft. Everyone's favourite format. Everybody's format. So you know before us at the um Oh god, at the expo, there was the dice tower. Apparently they were doing like a top ten or something. Did we talk mm-hmm. about this? We could have done like a top ten Thrones games. I don't know whether we talked about yeah, it yeah, privately yeah. or put or on the podcast. I think it was privately. We talked. We yeah, talked about it privately. Could, you know, done like there's the board game, there's Hand of the King, there's these things, and then you get to like number four, <laughs> and you're like number four, second edition, number one, first edition. <laughs> Sorry, number three, yeah. first edition, number two, Highlander Draft, <laughs> number yeah. one, number one, anything well, against the Paris set. Um, right. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yes. CCG's yeah. vote, yeah. Wildling Free Virus or whatever. Oh, bless. Of course, that's the best format of the game. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Also, the worst. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we had 20 people for a format which fits 24, so it wasn't too bad. Um, we had two draft pools. Uh, the shirts, i.e., the people who had <laughs> cards that were sleeved, and the skins who had cards that were unsleeved. Um, yeah, clever. But, but we had got some money the day before, and so we spent it on new sleeves. So as they drafted their cards, they very kindly <laughs> sleeved them. So now we have two sleeved Highlander draft pods, which is which is very nice. wow. Yeah. Uh, so Costas, actually, I know I'll go first. Yes, <laughs> I was in the skins pod. Uh, I went one one. Which was, which was not the, I think cover my glory on a uh, on a three game tournament. <laughs> uh, I drafted. Um, I thought I was going to be able to draft a mono Greyjoy no agenda uh, because I my agenda was defiant. So obviously I wasn't going to draft that. I thought I could draft. Oh Jesus! Uh, Greyjoy no agenda, and I got to about. 
35 playable cards. No, not 35. Like, it would be slightly 50 card decks, isn't it? So, like, 41 playable cards or something. And I was like, this isn't quite enough to be able to bulk out with random out of house stuff. And so, sadly, I had to mm. uh, banner to. Barra. Treaty. Treaty to Barra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Which was sad. Uh, there's nothing too exciting about my games. Um, I beat uh, Jankers relatively comfortably. Uh, he had managed to build what looked like a reasonably functioning Quentin deck, uh, but I managed to just um, big power challenge him to death. Lots of renown, a superior claim. I had the attachment that goes on your opponent's location, and when you trigger it, it's basically superior claim every single turn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. A limited response. Yeah, yeah. Oh, claw! No, no, it's, it's an attachment that goes on your opponent's location, and when you play it, you kneel the location. And then when you win a power challenge by four, you can kneel the attachment to claim two power. It's a banner yeah, yeah. one, right? Yeah, that's not claw. I fucking trying to remember what it's called. Yeah, it's off, it was utterly never played. That, yeah. And I thought, you know what? This is going to be fucking great. I'm going to ratchet up the power of this. I've got some stealth. I've got. Um, some other things which helped me win challenges. I was having a great time. Uh, Intimidate, that's the one. I had Intimidate, so, uh, which is basically Corbalon, for those that don't know. It's a bit of stealth, bit of co- bit Intimidate, and some boats to boost my strength. Uh, I got the Iron Victory. Uh, I was going to have a great time. And then um, George played Flee into the Wall and blew it up. And I was like, okay. That was... Flee into the Wall. So I got one trigger. Anyway, I grab out. Uh, and then I played against Rowan, and Rowan battered me on stream so if you can navigate to the magic madhouse stream uh you can witness that absolute rogering um no folks not not right now obviously uh it was really Don't really operate brutal. your phones if you're listening to this in your cars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a link will be posted in the description um <laughs> it was really really brutal uh i opened march to get rid of his Alaria sand and was pretty happy with that um sadly he then played uh, Ariane and had a Blood Orange Grove. I lost initiative Ooh. on my Fear of Winter turn and couldn't play out any Claim Soak. So that was sad. Uh, and then I lost. So, key thing is, don't risk the Fear of Winter when you don't think you're going to win initiative. Uh, I don't really know why I played it. I was like, if I win initiative here, I'm going to kill that Ariane, I'm going to have a great time. Not thinking if I, you know what, actually, there's a good chance he has a card that has higher initiative than four. And he did. And I lost. So I dropped, uh, because somebody else dropped as well, so I didn't want to create a buy. Uh, and I went on to the commentary with Josh, and then later on Wex, and had a great time. The winner of our draft pod was Darren Hazeldon, uh, who used Infamy Jamie to great effect. And he, at one point, he stole his opponent's high garden so that he could stand Infamy Jamie in the challenges phase and go again, uh, which was quite horrendous. But he so Darren won the skins pod. I'll pass you over to Costas, who can explain what Infamy Jamie does and how well the shirts pod was. Let's start with Infamy Jamie. He's a four cost, three strength, military power infamy character that you will probably never put in challenge. <laughs> uh, he's got a challenge action. Kneel him to kneel a non-army character. Um, if uh, Jamie has got more power. And strength of that character, uh, discard him. And what does infamy do? So, because of the way it drafts, 
Highland draft at least works. There's not that much removal really, and people tend to rely on single good dudes that rack up renown or stuff. And it's not actually that hard getting Jamie to four power and then starting scouting basically everyone. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, in our pod, um, I managed to draft a Lanino agenda. I'm, I do think I sort of won that pod in a sense. Um, it was quite weird what we saw because we saw a lot of Barra cards, but they were all sort of clumped together. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to build a Barra deck. Um, bad shuffling, was it? Uh, bad shuffling. <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's variance. You're supposed to see some clumps. It's part mm. of mm. how it works. Mm. Um, but yeah, I got past really good Lani cards quite late. Like Penny as a ninth pick. It was like, I was delighted to see that. I also saw some bombs. So my first pick was uh, Queen of Thorns from Starlek 2017. Nice. <laughs> jump card. The nice. jump <laughs> card with a limited response. Wow. She was fine. Yeah. Like, you know, not mm-hmm. uh, and then I also picked um, a Draken. A pre-errata dragon. <laughs> you have got one of them. I've got one of these. Fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> that's the funniest yeah, thing. I did only see him once, mm. um, but he did single-handedly win that game. <laughs> mm. um, it's because it's a broken card, Costas. Surprising kids. It's a completely oh. broken um, in every possible way card. So <laughs> I I won my pod. And then went to play against Darren for that aforementioned revenge. Bam, bam, bam. I know, yep. right? And it was very funny how similar our decks were. Um, because we both had Infamy Jamie as the, probably the best card in it. Um, we both had a secondary Jamie <laughs> uh, to, to dupe him if that came up. Um, <laughs> A lot of the same. Uh, we both set up the Iron Throne. Um, he had played. Well, he played a newly made lord. I could not find my my own newly made lord. <laughs> of course, so he blows up your Iron Throne, which yes. then turns on his Iron Throne yes. because it's not the only Iron Throne. That's um, fucking great. <laughs> so I was I was playing a newly made lord out of house because he is that good. Yeah, he is. Like, um, he picked five to get rid of something. Yeah. So I spent the whole game um, getting my stuff cancelled. <laughs> but it sort of worked out. Um, uh, and it went quite all right with because I had like better four courses uh, than he did. Um, but I was quite amused because in the last turn, he goes on to uh, do his challenges. He goes to 16. And he looks around and goes, like, okay, I did it. Like, no, mate, you're playing Treaty. He needs 20 power to win. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and then was my turn. And was 13. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, oh, the draft was great. Um, I mean, it, 
as first edition can be, it can be like very one sided sometimes. Uh, for example, oh, I've got jacking, and I've got <laughs> uh, stuff to do. Do like do three challenges every turn. Yeah. Uh, or oh, I've got secret orders and a Jamie with one power <laughs> to discard one of your any of your guys mm. basically. Well, it's interesting that it's essentially the same deck rose to the top of each pot. Yes, oh. yeah, um, and a lot of the same plots as well. Oh, really? Well, um, you're fucking Cersei well, of course, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, filthy, lots, lots of new, you know. Yeah, quite a lot of new. I mean, the, to be fair, the draft plots themselves are quite good enough to see play as mm. they are. Mm. Um, also had a moment playing against Wama. Uh, where he flipped up some like a paper thing with stats that I did not recognize. It was a raw PCCG I was like, Vengeance what? what? And with, a, with a Dave's scribble on it <laughs> saying Brendan something or other, like, I don't know that card. <laughs> Dave's just making shit up now. <laughs> the only card I haven't been able to find a second copy of, sadly. What it's was it then? Cash, 201 Oh. If you have one or fewer kingdom plots in your used pile, go and search your deck for any card. And you know how many kingdom plots are there, there's right? two, I think. Anyway. There's Benjamin's Cash and there's Hot yeah. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> so it can find itself. Oh, it's a plot card. Oh, it's a plot, so, uh, so oh, no. just go through your deck and get whatever you like. And... Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, props to Wama for that game. And I, I did my best to lose it. Um, but like the the cards, some of the cards that were drafted were so broken that it sort of like cruised and so on. What was Wama playing? The important bit was he was playing out of house. Price Danny. Oh yeah, I saw, bit, you? I saw a bit of that game. Yeah, you don't pay yeah. five for it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Best character in the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh yeah, like I did a magnificent series of errors, but I still managed to win. So. Well, I'm a Sorry, terrible though. I'm yeah. a terrible player. God. Yeah, well, well known fact. The well known fact that if anyone's going to swing his own game, God, yeah. But yeah, that was Highland Rough, and it was so good that we're planning to do one with Tony's cards. Yeah. When we get the opportunity here in Scotland. Yeah, we're definitely. So, you know, Dave, if you're not doing anything on, you know, a few weekends from now, you just drive up, right? I, I don't have a car anymore. Uh, what? Just t- take a train up. I've sold it to my parents, so I'd have to go home and steal their, their new car. Take the train, though. Trains. <laughs> trains, man. Yeah. Planes. Yeah. Where else are you going to get a fucking first aid time on the draft? There's only, like, two or three places in the world that yeah. are going to run one. <laughs> We're going to fucking do one here. <laughs> Sounds good. That card, by the way, that barrow attachment, martial ah, law. Of course. Mm-hmm. Limited response. A limited response. After you win a power challenge by four or more total strength, new martial into power for your house. It smells like a first cycle card. Mm, very much so it is. It's from, <laughs> I am led to believe it is from the Battle of Ru- the Ruby Fort pack. Yeah. <laughs> from like fucking 2000. Back when we didn't have enough stuff to protect our tables from our drinks. Great. Yeah. And back when cards had black borders. Ah, That's racist. Ah, proper pipe borders. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you won the Highlander draft. Nice. It was exciting. And you won it last year, Dave. No, I won it the year before. 
Oh, no, you wanted the year I was there, which wasn't last year. Yeah, no, I'm trying. Who won it last year, then? Did you yeah. win one last year? That's a good question. But the winner has been no, lost in the midst of time. Draft, uh, in the draft document. Ooh. But something exclusive for you? Mm. <gasps> exclusive, guys. Oh, I know. One. Next year, you'll have a new card to add. At least one, probably two. New cards to add to your... Oh, dang. Because we're doing jump cards for Starlink First Edition. Yeah. Oh my god, new First Edition cards. Well, do, you, do you get to spoil so your is... Forest Costas? Or... I mean, I can, because I don't think anyone else will. It's not been published in journals around the world or anything. Uh, I mean, people will probably spoil it at some point before Starlink, but might as well do it now, <laughs> yes. right? Mm. Uh, so just uh, just for context, uh, Costas has a champ card from winning the Stalic First Edition tournament from 2017. Because yes. the, with the yeah we did one 17. last year yeah, and there was a champ card offered, uh, well and awarded as a prize, and then by the time it came to 2018, for whatever reason, they didn't get printed up. Uh, but it sounds like we're getting them sorted out for this year. So yeah, he's going to spoil it for spoil it for us now, guys. Yeah, let me make absolutely sure. Is the wording is very bad? <laughs> Excellent. Bad templating. Bad yeah. templating. Put a lid on it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so because I played a. Um, Oh God! So what was it? Lanny Stark or it was it Lanny Stark or Star Lanny? I don't remember. I think it was Lanny Stark. Don't you, isn't like Rowan Stark I, only and stuff? No. No, it, it just goes on to Stark characters. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Lan, Lanny Stark because otherwise I would be playing not a patriarch. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, so anyway, because I was playing that bullshit, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure I claimed my prize <laughs> for those. Uh, those attachments falling off. You'd have still beaten me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. Uh, Hold on to power you didn't claim like years like ago. Like power, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is I'm pretty, I'm, is this like cleaning back? I'm pretty sure I gave a Sebastian Rob with like two or three attachments on him. So. Uh, how did I win that? Uh, <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, you were so, you were running all the card the Patriarch with... because it was a real fucking ball ache to game with Sebastian Rob. Uh, anyway, carry on. So, we'll start... <laughs> so that's why they weren't prized. Um. So, the card I was thinking was a Stark Lanny card. It'd be the twins. It'd be a Stark Lanny location. Um, costing two gold. So it would do two things. One of them would be a passive. It would give uh, Walder Frey all three icons. <laughs> and he would lose text except for traits. So it would basically make your Walder Frey a zero cost tricon for strength. strength. Just, just house free. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, uh, someone's doing something fucking good with that card. <laughs> and he would also have a 
uh, challenge action, Neil, the twins, to choose a participating character um, until the end of the challenge. If they've got um, a military icon, give them stealth. If they've got <clears throat> an intrigue icon, give them deadly. Um, deadly on intrigue is always good. Jesus, I yeah. think. Yes. Um, so nothing for power. Nothing for power, because... The only the only keyword I could think of power is like renown, and that's a bit too strong to give just yeah, willingly to everyone. On demand, deadly is um, great though. <laughs> yeah. On demand, deadly is my favourite kind of deadly. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, mid challenge deadly is fucking yeah. Really, yeah, silly. At all. Um, I mean, I I hope it will see some play. I'm not sure it will. Mm. Uh, In a dead game. It's also yeah. until the end of the challenge. So no, you know, Viper bullshit. Yeah, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can't give um, people... Oh, you can give people stealth on attack, can't you? Because of the different timing. So, yeah. Yes, different timings. So you declare attack, yes, then you've got an action window. Then you give them stealth. Yeah. Then you declare stealth targets. Mm -hmm. So you're fine with giving them stealth. And you can give them deadly after defenders. Quite interesting. (laughs) Obviously. Uh, we'll, we'll see if it's interesting enough. Then you knew your yeah. cheeky uh, King Robert's hammer that you've played out of house to stand yeah. it back up. And, uh, Unless it's summer <laughs> or winter. Unless it's summer or winter, of course. Yeah. In which case, it's fucking now. Nice. Yeah, Very interesting. Brilliant. Happy to. Do you need to come with Starlight to get a copy of that card? Please do. Excellent. I'm excited. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll need at least two copies, please, for my two draft pulls. At that point, you may as well give me a playset. <laughs> <laughs> You need to earn that. You need to come and play fucking Stark or yeah. Lanny. It's a Stark Lanny location, right? It's a joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I, I think everyone plays. Everyone gets three because you can play them out of house. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Excellent. Well, congratulations on winning the draft, Costas. Um, the uh, main other wonderful event of Blackwater was, of course, um, me playing with Wex. And what Wex and I decided to play after the draft with our draft decks was Hand of the King. Oh, I've never wow. the Hand of the King format. Does everybody know what it does? I'm going to have to explain it anyway. I know. <laughs> if it's, this, is, this is the one where basically you've got a character that can't die, yes, right? Sort of. yeah. It's, yeah, it kind of... So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm aware of this work. It's like Commander, but mm-hmm. not with yes. multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, uh, at the beginning of the game, you nominate a unique character. You cannot include characters of that name in your deck. And one copy of that character state, uh, starts the game out of play. When you count income, you put a gold on that character. When gold equal to that character's printed cost is on that character, you can put that character into play. Um, mm. As a as an attack, uh, as additional claim during one of your challenges, you can choose to attack your opponent's character, their Hand of the King. In which case, if you win it, in addition to claim, you will steal a gold from them and put it on your character. Oh, okay. Um, Didn't know that, but... And they, no matter whether they're participating or not, they would count their strength to that challenge as well. Mm. Additional defender. Uh, if you would leave play for any reason, or would be killed or anything, uh, then you take a gold off instead. But you still count mm. as dying and stuff for the purposes of the rules. Um, yeah. And the other thing, yeah, if you are out, if you have gold on your character lower than their printed cost, the character leaves play. 
uh, lose all this power and that kind of thing. Uh, the winner has to get 15 power and have more gold on their character than their opponent. Fucking hell. So, Wex played Val as his character. Wow. Exciting. Oh, and he was playing fine. aloof and apart and just shitting out three big guys every marshalling phase. Uh, and I played uh, Maced, Archmaster Marwin. So when Archmaster Marwin dies, you get to trigger a plot in any player's used pile. Yeah, the this the oh fuck oh Jesus yes so uh, okay yeah this is someone Ellen used to fanny about with in, in the heady days of yeah, plot rotation. So Vince, yeah, Vince yeah. had a very <laughs> impressive uh, Marwin build, which opened Valor every single game and was just a, made around Valor in like four <laughs> times a game. Uh, which was very big. <laughs> and uh, he didn't take it to Starlek in his final year, and it remains one of his big Thrones regrets, because it was really funny to watch, and apparently quite fun to play. I Luckily, I never had to deal with it. But uh, it was quite terrifying. Um, so we played with that, and it was a really, really funny game that went about nine plots. Um <laughs> Which is just ridiculous because he'll be, you know, he'll make a military challenge at me. I would choose to kill mine for claim and wildfire the board, or march the board, or the <laughs> accusation something, or trigger his on Raven's wings to go and get a three cost character and put it into play. So you just keep killing Marwin and then bringing him back in and killing yeah. him again and and, and re-triggering things. Yeah, in the, yeah. And it was brilliant, and uh, I was just really Wait. sad that he was the one with prized Harrenhal because if I could have killed Marwin on on demand and only lose one gold token rather than actually killing Marwin, mm. I would have been having such a better time. But it was a really, really funny format. So I thoroughly recommend uh, just, especially if you play it with draft decks where every character is a one-off anyway and they're so completely random and stupid, mm. give Hand of the King a go because it is stupid and funny. Um, <laughs> especially with Archivist of Marwin. <laughs> yeah. Just re- I was just reading that card again and uh, oh, just fucking joy. <laughs> um, after that, so uh, Wex beat me because I wildfired a board of like seven big guys about four times, but it just wasn't enough because Val mm. replenished his hand so much. Um, mm. And uh, and I didn't see many characters or couldn't afford to play many characters, so I was very sad. Uh, so I got revenge on him the only way I know how. I made him play the Varus deck. Uh, and like most people play against the Varus deck which we of course bring up at least once a year on Banter uh, he wanted to concede after challenge phase turn one but I made him play the whole game <laughs> I made him watch me get to I mean, you have power yeah you have to see it yeah, through and, it's your penance uh, I don't, I'm not sure we've actually mentioned this on the cast before because I think we forgot to do it after Siege but I have beaten the Varus deck did we mention that it did, it, it did get mentioned, but uh, some some unruly editor might have oh. got rid of it. Oh. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's been mentioned, because I think we played down how much of an achievement it was. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> because I think, I think we said, ah, yeah, but, you know, Rowan didn't really know how to play it particularly well, and you were just lucky or whatever, and, and so we played it then. But yeah, she did beat the Varus deck with a... Great job. Very important Stay. to say that Peel's deck is, by definition, the best deck in first edition and the CCG, yeah. and ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I am the best player in first edition in the CCG ever. That is categorically, categorically proven by that 
match on your kitchen table. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also like I also like the idea that if you take that logic as well and kind of turn it around based on that game, it makes Rowan the worst player <laughs> in first SCG history because was given essentially what was the best deck available and he lost with it. And that's the kind of thing that I would expect someone like me to do, right? But you drop the ball, Rowan, and 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 you know you're eternally you're eternally marked as being as being you know. That's just just following the same logic. It, the, if if <laughs> if Peel's deck is the best, then you're the worst. Wow. Okay. Harsh. Oh, I was tempted to just draw, just just finish the podcast there, and then I'll, yeah. I'll fight Rowan next time I see him. Oh, but I could, show. but I could, I can possibly do it because I love Rowan. Mm-hmm. He's a lovely man. But you know. Okay. Play better, mate. Play better. Uh, we are now doing uh, the UK Thrones War, I believe, in the middle of September. Um, eight houses, ninety-six players, and there's a big drafting thing going on at the beginning of next month. There you go. That's a, that's a thorough uh, explanation of what's happening, right? Everyone that listens to this knows what's yeah, going yeah. on, right? Most people are taking part in it one way or the other. Um, it, the draft itself takes place, I believe, on Tuesday, the sixth of August. It will be streamed live on Twitch, one way or the other. Uh, and we're going to see, uh, you're going to get to see your friends go for, uh, uh, see how your friends are valued in the eyes of your other friends. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, ultimately, which is what we're, that's yeah. what we're here for. It's what we're going to be watching it for. Uh, eight houses, well, eight, eight, eight regents, eight people who essentially captain their teams um, one way or the other uh, and will be responsible for putting those teams together. Uh, we have one of them sitting here. We don't care about the other seven. Um, oh, we, <laughs> we care about this one we've got sent here. Um, uh, Cossus, uh, how much do I have to give you to not draft Dave Bamford? <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> oh, hang on. And for, first off, Peel, are you involved in this? He's not. I'm not. No, sorry, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not in it. We didn't think it'd be fair. Um, on that others. makes sense. Yeah. Because let's be honest, everyone's going to be fighting over which team I go on because I'm renowned at being a fantastic player. There is that. Mm. I mean, everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's a fantastic player. I mean, to be fair, now it's happening, I kind of wish I said yesterday. But at the time, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can get it off. And then it's like fucking three months away. So I'm still like, <laughs> could have in hindsight easily got it off. But hey. I... Well, you can pop along for beers in the evening if you really want peel. Fantastic. I, I may do. I mean, if there's a dropout, if someone can't make it for any reason last minute, let us know. I don't know whether there's a reserve list. But I'm but sorry, Wabber is British. ill, and he has been replaced with Peel. The best day ever. That would. That, I think I need to be on there just as a sub, just in case. So, uh, Forty pounds for a phenomenal player. Unfortunately, that player has been forced to go to the hospital and has been replaced by Thomas Peel. Coincidentally, yeah. driving from the direction of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> With his Greyjoy deck in hand. <laughs> How did he do this so fast? <laughs> Sadly, the rules do cover this. Do they? They do. And if we've got no shows from the point of the draft onwards, mm-hmm. um, there would be no reserve list. There would be what's called affectionately as dummies. Dummies? How does that work? They count as a two wins, five losses for the team schedule. They give a bye to whoever mm-hmm. plays against them, obviously. Mm-hmm. The bye counts for individual performance. Mm. 
but it doesn't count for the team performance. So the idea being they, they give you this kind of like slightly below average dummy player. Yes. So that gives him a 2-5 record for the day. Yeah, He's like, crazy. He's okay. He went 2-4. Uh, he could easily have lost the medal <laughs> if he had put his mind to it. <laughs> the problem I could have lost another four games if that's what I knew I had to do. But no, you're telling me to get five two. Oh, the problem with yeah. telling us, the problem with telling everyone that now is that anyone that doesn't go two five will be officially not as good as not actually being there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The good thing is now, now we actually have verbal confirmation to go. I wish you just didn't fucking turn up. Yeah, I wish you just. Uh, didn't. And you could. Yeah. Why can't you have been hit by a bus? <laughs> I mean, a particularly ruthless region may, you know, organise an accident. <laughs> yes. Herman turns up with his plus one. And <laughs> 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 Stark. <laughs> just brought someone along, just in case anyone drops. Yeah. No, he's he's, he's <laughs> well, one of the so entire team. <laughs> can't trust him. <laughs> because we fill the capacity... Mm. Um, uh, the number gets divided by eight, like perfectly. So mm. there's no need for dummies in the actual draft. Okay. Uh, hopefully, everyone will be fine, and it won't come into it at all. So we needn't really dwell on it. I just, I almost wish I hadn't been told. <laughs> <laughs> because now, no, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, man. What's everyone's the, good, you know? It's in the rules document. Uh, I'm so happy this is happening, because otherwise they was the lack of regionals this would have been like a dead season for Thrones it would have been a very quiet summer yeah this got everyone like riled up and not just the Brits there's Hmm? people coming from abroad uh, from Europe for it and from the States Mm -hmm. and got like an American region and everything Mm -hmm. Um, well excited Mm -hmm. and I think the competition will be fierce fierce um, I mean, no. it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a guaranteed ninety-six player tournament. Yeah, you know and, I mean? which is crazy. And, <laughs> you know, and with all all the quote-unquote big names, yeah, being there, and every one of them wanting to do well, not just for themselves. You know, um, disregarding they're gonna be hungover and tired mm. or whatever, but they're gonna want to do very well for their teams. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, in, in in front of their peers, but also for their peers, as yeah. it, uh, as it is as well. Because uh, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's a really interesting format. I mean, it's a very very kind of you know American fantasy baseball kind of tournament, but uh, yeah. type, type thing. But um, but uh, but it, it, I was completely unaware of. of you know how of of the mechanics of it, of how the whole thing worked, and now I'm a bit more privy to it. Even though it doesn't sound like I know what's going on, um, it, it genuinely does sound very interesting, and I'm quite looking forward to the draft I, itself. Oh I think the draft itself will be super unpredictable because hmm. none of us has done it before, and a big part of it is reacting to what everyone else is doing. Sandy's done it before. No, is he not? He has he's never, never been, been a regent. Ah, okay. Not a proper Thrones war. No, he has not. Mm. As far as I know, I mean, I may be wrong, uh, but as far as I know, he has not been a region. He has, nevertheless, he has been in every wars event. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it'll, it'll be. I'm sure it will be grand. Mm. Uh, and I need to build a, an old school forum. Yeah. That's what I need to do. <laughs> 
Well, then what? Well, then what are your? Because it's kind of tricky to talk about it, kind of at this point, because pre-draft, you know, so much of what's going. You can have your strategies, sure, but those strategies are going to be yours. But there's only so much that you can plan before the night of the of the draft yeah. itself, right? So you cannot have really strategies, I don't think. You can have notions. And preferences, perhaps, yeah. Perhaps. Um, and then we'll have to see how it goes in the day. Have, hmm. Did uh, you have a name in mind if you had been first? You don't tell us, obviously, but if you had got first pick, did you know who you were going to suggest or what you were going to suggest? No. No. And I don't think it... I don't think it would necessarily be someone or a, either a player or a faction that would go for like obscene amounts of currency. Um, I'm not sure if we're doing pounds or gold or doubloons or whatever. Uh, Euros, obviously. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and they're worth more than pounds, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will be by the time it's by the time it's next week. Yeah, the euro will be worth more than a pound. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't necessarily want to go. All in on specific stuff early on. Hmm. I I don't know. Um, I think it will play out a lot. Well, you can have some notions in your head, but it's like a magic draft. Like you hmm. you can't go in knowing what you're going to do. You, you just cannot. There's seven other people there. We'll see how it works. But I'm so chuffed for the sheer nerdiness of streaming an Excel document. <laughs> In a, well, a, a spreadsheet anyway. <laughs> in a week from now, it's going to be great. We've uh, we've got a projector in our living room now, so oh, I'm going to put it on in the projector. Oh. <laughs> crack open a couple of beers if uh, anyone in London wants to join me. It's going to be great. Nerds! <laughs> <laughs> Absolute fucking nerds. I'm so confident. I'm. So me and me and well, Helen and I are both so supremely confident of the uh, reasonable, respectable amount of money that we're going to go for at this draft that we're not even going to watch it. <laughs> we're going to be at the theatre that night. So, mm. so for those regions listening to this that want some cultured members of their teams who are so confident of their abilities in the game that they are off to see some Leonard Bernstein at the Usher Hall on Tuesday night rather than sit and watch a spreadsheet on a projector, um, then, you know, you know exactly, you know who to pay for, right? And, and you can yeah, pick them up for quite cheap. There's literally going to be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's literally going to be, there's going to be, there's going to be 94 people watching this because the fucking me and Helen can't be in that <laughs> night, so. That said, it's not necessarily, you know, the, the money that people will go with for does not correspond to how well they're going to do. It just it's it depends so much on at which point in the draft yeah, their name will be mentioned. It's order, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, uh, cool. you know at the start of the draft you're flush, you still have all mm. your money, mm. you feel rich, you can go, oh yeah, mm. twenty quid, sure thing, mm. why not? Uh, at the end of it, it's going to be much tighter. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting when you get down to the bottom. I think mm. I'm more yes. interested in the bottom eight than the top eight. Uh, mm. I think that has to be the best way of putting it because mm. it, it will be the bottom eight will be horrible. Oh, yeah, last. they've got they've got the actual opportunity to go. I'll rub it in everyone's faces because <laughs> uh, you were bloody idiots. Mm. And the people that go for lots of money, they can only embarrass themselves. 
This is true. That's my thoughts. This is true. Expectations are terrible things. If your region overpays for you, then the pressure's on. You're only going to disappoint your region, right? Or you're going to help them win. But your team... Mostly disappoint. Yeah, you're mostly... (laughs) Seven out of eight disappoint. Correct. Correct. There can can be only one. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to blaming my region for making me try hard. So, oh, he made mm. me play Stark Fealty. The nasty reason. That's, <laughs> that's that's my only. That's one of my consents about the consents. Too strong a word. <laughs> uh, that's a, one of my thoughts about the event because we're who we are, and we're not the Americans. Mm. I think it's going to have like a much different atmosphere uh, than the Americans, where people, to an extent. Draft in a silly way and do silly things and bring oh yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to be drafted. You'll get three or four people who are going, um, you know, they want the best players, and then other people will be going right now. Who's going to have beer? Um, <laughs> How do I draft one of the other agents to my team? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how much? How much for Sandy? <laughs> The bid will be the most embarrassing thing ever because it will just be people going, "How much? <laughs> How much can I have Costas for? You can't have Costas, but I want Costas. How much is he worth? <laughs> Costas, you must have a price. <laughs> yeah. Every man has a price. My, my price isn't here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Promote your first uh, draft to region and come join my team. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a consensus among us all there. We're doing this to have fun. Mm. And people sometimes have fun in different ways. So it's just going to be grand. Can, can't wait for it. Mm. It's not like, yeah, it's 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 different thing. I think you're right about the fact that, that this would be a kind of dead summer. Otherwise, we would have just been sitting waiting yeah. for waiting for shops to tell us that there were kind of regionals coming. And now, since this has begun, there's been a kind of weird kind of flood of activity all the way through the summer, even though technically, you know, there's... This is all based around two events, you know, the draft and the actual thing itself. But we've been gearing up to this for for, for absolute months. Well, Dave, this time next week, me and you will probably in a group in a group chat talking about what fucking Night's Watch agendas we're going to be playing. So uh, <laughs> I look forward to it. I mean, I mean, Dave's just going to play Greenside, right? Yeah, of course you will. Yeah, or Conclave. And therein lies the most depressing kind of. And I'll play Ratcoot Stewart. Which is uh, what I've been playing online for the last couple of weeks, and it's Ooh. fucking great. It's what I was going to bring to Blackwater if I was coming. It's such a lot of fun. Oh. Oh. Uh, stealing people's characters of the rat cook and then vanquishing the unbelievers. Oh, it's just great. Uh, but on the topic of regents, one of the regents is Wedge, and Wedge won the draft last year at Blackwater. Ah, ah of course. I've had that yeah. written on a notepad until I got a chance to speak where it wouldn't interrupt the flow of conversation. <laughs> so. There we go. I, know, I bet Wedge has been uh, screaming at us. <laughs> I won last year. Couldn't have to about Wedge. There was a rather lengthy segment here which has been pretty unsalvageable uh, and it, so we, I've decided to cut it entirely for time reasons but there's there's two key takeaways here. One, I lost a game against Builders and that will be important for a moment. Uh, and secondly... The week before this recording was the wedding of uh, Richard and Rebecca Walker. So, although I cut the full bit, congratulations again, guys. Uh, It was a beautiful wedding, um, and I hope you have many years of happiness together. Um, And we're very pleased that you are finally, actually, Mr. and Mrs. Rebecca. So, uh, cheers.
There you go, builders. It's a thing. And speaking <laughs> of decks beginning with B, oh, oh, it's beautiful. Oh. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did, everyone. You didn't even plan it. Off the cuff. Quality oh. silky radio. I am seeing <laughs> Talking about radio, actually, for that matter. Kiss uh, my face. My, uh, my <laughs> brother lent out my Alan Partridge Blu-ray, and his workmate lost it, uh, which was heartbreaking. But in return, he bought me the Steelbook, which, of course, is nicer. And rather than having a blurb on the back, it just says, I am Siege Face in big letters. So it was, <laughs> it was an upgrade in every sense. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> okay. Uh, who wants to go first? Cards beginning with B. It's episode one or two, so it's cards beginning with B. It's really easy to keep track of. Um, let's go with our guest first. Mm. So, Costas, what's your favourite card beginning with B? I, I think my choice will be a body one. Well, I say body one. I think it will be a double whammy of begging brothers. Yeah, double B. Mm. <laughs> Because A, they cancel everyone's fun, which is fun for me. Mm. But I also think it's a quite a high skill cap card because you can rarely just afford to just go, oh, here you go, Bacon Brother, three gold, blah. Mm. Um, and you, then you still need to choose your triggers carefully, thinking, oh, how long are they going to stay on the board? What's going to happen to them? Um, I think it's a very good card in the environment, um, for the environment rather than in the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fun. And they're the seven. And I like doing stupid shit with them. <laughs> like giving them ropes and stuff. So, yeah. I'm so pleased you didn't say brother's ropes. Uh, I mean, you know, they go on a bigger brother with a brother's ropes. I'm so yeah. Fucking brother's ropes. Yeah, I, I like mm. ropes. Mm. Decent body. Yeah. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah. Go on then. Peel. What's your favourite card beginning with B? Why do you do this to me? Um, I mean, you're making, I know. You're, you're making out that it's, got a, it's, it's a tough choice, right? And it yes. totally isn't. <laughs> well, uh, it's Balon. Well, no, it's not, actually. Uh, special, special shout out to Banner of the Kraken. Because without the Kraken, you can't have Balon Greyjoy. Um, so yeah, Balon. Uh, but with the banner what? of the Kraken, you can't have Balon Greyjoy. <laughs> no, you can't. But still, uh, Balon, Balon Greyjoy with the uh, corset. Uh, if you have less power, you can't. Well, not sorry, less strength. You cannot stop him. Uh, he is MC <laughs> Hammer in hyperdrive. Like, you know, <laughs> he, he is absolutely epic. You can't touch him. You can't stop him. You just got to accept it. You've just got to accept that if he's coming into the the arena, you're not going to have a great time. Um, and you know he's lovely. Uh, he's not lovely. Is. He's pretty lovely, to be fair, mate. He's he's delightful. He's he's a lovely man who isn't going to take no shit. You know. Yeah. I mean, you you can try and you can try and go. Do you know what? I think he needs a little bit more work. But I'll just be like. Mm. He doesn't need any more work. He's already perfect, baby. <laughs> good in melee as well. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't really... I mean, there's there's loads of good cards again with B, um, and I am going to let Tony go next. Okay. My favourite card beginning with B, and I was a bit concerned that this is 
becoming part of the theme because I'm wondering if basically by the time I get to 27, all 27 of those cars are all going to feature in the same deck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you assume because my favorite car began with A with Alliance. My favorite car beginning with B is Beguiled. Hey. <laughs> because. And we've been talking a little bit about this, Pooh. You've uh, become a bit of a fan of the old uh, of the old icon removal. I have, for, yes. For me, uh, a zero cost attachment that removes any icon you like mm. uh, at well in the challenges phase, obviously where it matters, is just great value and uh, great fun. Fucking incredible in cohort because. Mm there's nothing to stop you setting them up on your own characters <laughs> and not triggering them and then getting rid of them and replacing them with something else. Or triggering them uh, for fun and removing an icon that's already not there. Oh, yep. yeah, superfluous triggers. Oh, with the the, the Martel, that Martel cohort deck that I used to have fun with used to have eight zero-cost attachments in it because it had three King's Bloods, three Beguiled's, and two noble uh, noble lineages. So being able to ditch, uh, if you don't find a noble lineage in your setup, being able to stick a beguiled on one of your characters, ditch it for a cheeky noble lineage, get your power icon. Ah, I used to love those things, putting them on. And then um, there is a danger sometimes that I used to find of forgetting to trigger them because they tend to sit on your opponent's characters and you don't triggering an attachment on an opponent's character isn't something you, you know, isn't the most uh commonly used trigger in this game. You're like, oh fucking hang on. Um what have you got? Uh let's take his power icon, kneel the uh, yeah. You know, kneel the kneel the attachment with the thing that's already attached to it. Uh but god damn it, I love that card. Free terminal. Who gives a fuck that's terminal? You shuffle it back and get it back later on. Green core, uh cheap, uh, effective. Uh what's not to like? Wonderful. Um I'm glad that you said Beguiled because that was one of my favourite cards. Yeah, it's great. Uh, my other one would be burning on that. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we. I think I know what your B is, but, but but go on. What is it then? Uh, I reckon it's Banner Wolf. No, it's not. Uh, well, there's so many. There's so many good ones. I reckon it's Brienne of Tarth. It's not Brienne of Tarth. It's definitely not Brienne of Tarth. Oh. I mean, Brienne of Tarth. She used to be good. See, I love. Um, oh, well, the, there what? is. There is a. There is a card that Costas and I think it might be, and we'd be delighted if it was, but that's probably a little bit too cryptic, so you carry on and introduce your I think we all know we want it to be Butter Bumps, but go on. I'm now very (laughs) sad that it's not Banner of the Wolf, because I do love taking uh, taking the credit for inventing Martel Wolf, because I clearly did. Um, (laughs) uh, That's why we figured you were going to do it. It's a bit of bridge encampment. Oh, mm. Bantabridge. Bantabridge is such a, a wonderful, lovely card that uh, no matter what else I saw in that list, I, I can't say I love anything as much as that. It was so bad when it came out, and then Joss just made it so good by making it pair really well with First Snow, which has terrible synergy, but also the best synergy. And <laughs> yeah, of course it's I, fucking terrible. I loved <laughs> Nantabridge, and I loved Schrodinger's Banter. And... Mm. It's just a wonderful, wonderful card. Putting in big guys and just big guys and nothing but big guys. It's like the opposite of every other deck I like to play. Because it's so extreme, it makes it wonderful. Mm. It's like, I don't really like boring military challenge decks, except Hyperclaim was amazing because five claim is funny, but multiple two claim challenges is boring. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> what was what did you think I might say then? Uh, what was was Bannerbridge really? Has Bannerbridge gone kind of fallen by the wayside really just because we now we've got resets? Basically, it, it was more fun before well, resets. There's Deheris, yeah, for one. Deheris well, being the in vogue reset most of the time really mm. doesn't help. So even because, but, but even I, I think I think it could be a viable deck. Mm. I don't think anyone's tried in fucking ages. No, they yeah. haven't exactly. <laughs> there, there's all there was already kind of big boy decks were already a thing to the extent you know yeah. fucking big Greyjoy decks and there's there, there's a lot of considerations like uh, oh is my opponent having a single meter read gonna destroy my face mm. <laughs> for the whole game uh, mm. possibly. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Mm. When do you put it? Uh, oh, it's after the portrait. Yeah. Even yeah. when you have have it on setup, like in House of the Red Door, though, it's still a really fragile mm. deck because it's quite difficult to marshal claim soak if all your claim soak yeah. costs <laughs> four. <laughs> costs so at least four, like, right? One, two costs to challenge and a march to the wall, you're just like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Still, still fragile, but still wonderful. You're not. You've got better things than Rattleshirt's Raiders to hit the table with these days, right? <laughs> it used to be that those, you know, those, those were, those, that was yeah. your claim soak, right? Uh, those was, that was your Frozen Solid meta. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, Bannerbridge, of course, why didn't I think yeah. of that? Well, I've played you with, I've played you, Tony, with Bannerbridge. Really? What, yeah. what flavour Bannerbridge? Um, ah, I don't know Bannerbridge, but. Some terrible one, like, a couple of years ago in, in Manchester. Was that a banner? It was a banner bridge deck. Yeah. Fuck, it was as well. And I think we had like an epic game where you were playing Star Greens. Star Greens? Yeah. God, I, didn't, I forgot that was banner bridge you were playing. Yeah. Yeah. Was that House of Red Door deck though? No, that wasn't out yet. That oh. was just like a random shitty deck. Jesus. Yeah, well, I, I mean, forgot it was. I mean, yeah, right enough. Maybe it was Red oh, I don't think so. No, I don't think it was Red Door. No, it, well, Red Door was out because Evan was playing Door Iron Throne that day. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. But, oh, bless you so yeah, no, no. But, but, uh, but yeah, Red Door was definitely out, but I don't think, I, I maybe, don't think maybe it was Red Door. Maybe it was Red Door then. Mm. Uh, that would make some sense. I forgot that was a Banterbury deck. Jesus, uh, man. Ah. Oh. Crazy. Yeah, that was a great game. So, so what? Yeah, what we thought you were going to say, or we would have liked you to say, because technically there's three Bs in this, would have been Black Betha. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you said that, I looked one line down from Bitterbridge Encampment and thought, oh, bam, bam. Yeah, it's just the next one. <laughs> bam, bam. There's three Bs. I mean, that's that's what you are, right? Black Betha, bam, bam. It took some serious, uh, serious willpower not to change for that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think you're right. Yeah, in the great scheme of things, I can totally see why you picked Bitterbridge. Black Beta gave me more enjoyment than a single day than Bitterbridge has ever. But Bitterbridge has what? given me enjoyment on at least. Don't say such hard days. things. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Good bees, yeah. good bees, everyone. Mm. <laughs> Improve. Not the bees. <laughs> yeah, the bees, everyone. The bees. 